This week's episode contains binaural recordings. Listen with headphones if you can. Hey there, and welcome back to the Sound Curious Podcast, the podcast for our adventurous listeners. Listeners, we have been traveling on the road and uh, just got back from the International Conference on the Fantastic and the Arts in Orlando, Florida, where we interviewed a number of great scholars last year. And I'm about to turn around and fly to Milwaukee, to Marquette University to give a paper at a conference celebrating the 20th anniversary of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now, fans of the podcast will know that I am a huge geek about Buffy, uh, not just as a fan, but also as a scholar of the show. In fact, it was that series that first got me interested in looking at how we use sound in televisual production, films and things, to really flesh out the space in a film. And if you think about all of the different ways in which your favorite television shows and movies use sound from the title themes to the underscoring, the beautiful orchestral scores, sometimes under very emotional scenes, or even just the augmenting of reality. Most of the action that you see in a film, we think the sound is generated in the television show or the movie from the action of the actor, which is really not true. There's a whole world of Foley artists and sound installation artists that augment our sense of what sound is like on the big and the little screen. But today, before heading out to celebrate all things Buffy, I wanted to drop an episode into our feed dealing with a subject very near and dear to my heart. Now, in recent years, um, it's not very uncommon for people to have heard about reverberation, uh, what reverberation units used to do. Uh, Now it's usually a button on our digital audio workstation or our 
playback device or maybe even just our amplifier. We might have a, a button that adds some reverberation and we know that it makes the sound a little fuzzier, makes it sound perhaps like it's emanating from a larger space than in actual fact the music was. Reverberation is literally the name we give to the sound of the sound waves themselves bouncing around a space. So reverberation is the name that we give to what our ears are hearing when sound waves are bouncing around a space. So bouncing off of walls or bouncing off the ceiling or the floor. And we tend to think about that when we say walk from a crowded, busy street into a quiet church and we suddenly hear our footsteps echo around the space. That is reverberation. It is sound waves vibrating our environment. Well, that kind of reverberation in electronic music has been around as long as electronic music has been around. And in fact, reverberation has been around as long as sound has been around. I'm sure our ancestors discovered it in large caverns when they noticed that their voices bounced back to them. I'm sure they made music with it. Well, now digital audio allows us to recreate spaces with our reverberation. So for instance, I can purchase a Convolution Reverb plugin for the program that I used to record, and it will mathematically reproduce the sound of the sound waves vibrating, say, in the La Scala Opera House in Milan. Or I can hear what my audio might sound like in a Greek amphitheater. So a convolution reverb is very carefully constructed so that it recreates the sounds of an internal space. Now, this was really important for me back in 2014 when I was composing a piece for an event at the Experimental Media and Performing Arts Center in Troy, New York for a Pauline Oliveros celebration, uh, conference and festival of deep listening. And back in the 80s, the deep listening band's name was sort of a little joke on how they came to be. Someone mentioned to them that there was an underground cistern uh, near them in Washington, the state of Washington. And they decided to go down and see what their instruments might sound like in that space. And to hear Pauline Oliveros herself tell it, the space took on a presence, almost like another collaborator, as they listened to their own sounds die away over 45 seconds. Imagine standing somewhere and speaking your name and still hearing it resounding 45 seconds later. So in today's episode, since we're trying to get ourselves packed and on the road for another exciting event, I am going to present an extended playlist for you 
So let's get to the music. Again, the first four tracks I'm going to play for you are from over at freemusicarchive.org, and I will have links to all of the music featured in today's episode over at the show notes at banshoemedia.com. And I know I've been a bit remiss about getting the last episode show notes up, but I promise I will get to that probably at the airport very late tonight. Anyway, enjoy the sounds of space and convolution experiments and we'll see you at the end of the show for a really special piece. Thank you. 
And the last piece that I'm going to play for you is called Sustain. It is a movement from sympathetic resonance, and if you listened all the way back in the pilot, you heard one version of it. I want to present this new one to you because it was recorded in this Sonic Arts Research Center, which is designed as a huge interior space to give you 360 degrees of sound. So composers can spatialize their work very carefully. You can really feel immersed, like you've been dipped inside of sound. And the experience of performing in the Sark, especially in the second movement, Sustain, which no one in the audience knew, but I knew, that all of the digital audio installation, all the sounds that you hear besides the sounds of my piano, were recorded using only my voice, fed through the 45-second convolution reverb delay from that deep listening cistern in Washington. In celebration of that 2014 event and of the deep listening original recording, someone programmed a 45-second reverberation delay that mimicked the one in that cistern of the original deep listening recording. Given that Pauline Oliveros has been such a profound influence on all of us here, her death in November was was very distressing for us and while we know that she is listening no matter where she is and that she will always be listening and we will always be listening for her, I swear she was in that room that day, listening to this concert, and so I really couldn't wait to share it with you, our listeners. So, thanks for listening. Once again, this is my own piece, Sympathetic Resonance, performed at the Sonorities Festival in Belfast, Northern Ireland, and dedicated to Pauline Oliveros, wherever she may be listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much.